Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good, clean, fun. Bridgestone. Your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. There once was a host from Franklin. The evil Bob Hall was his twin. Analytics galore and rarely a bore. His jokes beat a kick to the shin. Remember 2953, but the advice is seldom free. James Hall is his name and I've nothing to gain. Now sit back and listen to me. Volvo, the Swedish automaker that's not dead and buried, has some gargantuan plans. According to Reuters, the Chinese-owned company will spend $11 billion over the next five years to develop new product and to boost its manufacturing footprint. Initially, German magazine Wirtschaftwoche reported the funds would come from Geely. But it turns out Volvo will get this capital through loans and its own cash flow. Company CEO Stefan Jacobi said the five-year plan will lead to new products and factories in China. His goal is to double Volvo's global sales to 800,000 units per year within the next decade. Interestingly, Geely will introduce a new premium brand for the Chinese markets. These products that carry the nameplate will employ technology, if not outright platforms, from the Swedish brand, so it could be competing with itself in the home market. Hyundai's slow-selling Veracruz is driving off into the sunset. John Krafcheck, CEO of the company's American operations, confirmed production of the three-row crossover is set to end in November. The Veracruz was a nice vehicle, but it never really received the marketing and advertising needed to set it up as an all-new nameplate for Hyundai. It'll be superseded by a new version of another model already in the company's lineup, and one that's been completely overhauled. We'll have more on that vehicle a little later in the show. GM will bring a redesigned mid-sized truck to the U.S. after it launches its next generation of full-size trucks. According to the Detroit News, all new versions of the big trucks will be introduced next year. GM's president of North America, Mark Royce, says the new mid-sizer may not use the Colorado name. It hasn't been a very you know, popular one. Perhaps they'll pick Utah, maybe, I don't know, New Mexico or one of the neighboring states. Another reminder, please watch AutoLine After Hours tonight. John McElroy and Peter DiLorenzo, the auto extremist, will be broadcasting live from Katz's world-famous delicatessen in the heart of New York. I can taste the corned beef now. Russian dressing. The event starts at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, so don't be late. You can check it all out at autoline.tv, TV as in television. Do it! As part of its restructuring effort, the next generation Mazda 6 will be built in Japan rather than Flat Rock, Michigan, at the factory it currently shares with Ford. According to the Detroit News, Mazda is ending production at this plant in the summer, but it will still retain a 50% stake in the facility. The company is moving its North American production to Mexico, where it will build the Mazda 2 and Mazda 3. While Mazda is moving production back to Japan, Nissan says it will build more vehicles outside of its home country. The company says the strength of the yen is forcing it to move more Infiniti work out of Nihon. Nissan already announced it will build the JX in the United States, and CEO Carlos Goen says, and I quote, we're going to be moving Infiniti out of Japan little by little, end quote. That's kind of cryptic. And speaking of Carlos, he's still sticking by his forecast for EV sales. Mr. Gohan predicted electrics would make up 10% of the worldwide car market by 2020. Wars reports he still believes that'll happen, but says the number only relates to markets that sell EVs. Gohan believes sale of the LEAF will pick up once the U.S. production line starts up at Tennessee later in this year and because of rising gas prices. 
In related news, and this is one that's a head-scratcher again, Chevrolet will restart production of the Volt now earlier than planned. According to the Detroit Free Press, demand for the extended range electric vehicle is picking up so the company will get things moving again a week earlier than planned. However, on Monday, GM announced it would keep the Volt line down for an extra week during its summer shutdown in July. I don't get this. I'm sure it makes sense to them, but boy howdy guys, make up your mind. Well, it's hard to believe there's even more exciting stuff coming out of the New York Auto Show. We'll get to the latest right after this. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. This year's New York Auto Show is shaping up to be a really big one. The last time it was this huge was probably back in 1961, where JAG had the North American debut of its E-Type sports car, Car and Driver magazine was born, and Ford showcased the wonderful and wacky Gyron concept. And now, with another update on the latest stuff coming out of NYC, here's Hare McElroy. Auto Line's coverage of the New York Auto Show is brought to you by Audi, truth in engineering. Auto Line Daily is at the New York Auto Show with a special sponsorship by Audi. This is the first official day that took place, and I gotta tell you, this is a New York Auto Show unlike any I've ever seen before. All kinds of product reveals, big crowds, and we got a number of interesting people to talk to. Imagine driving with a Cayenne diesel from New York City to Indianapolis on a single tank, up to 740 miles. Important also is not only looking at the engine, but looking at the whole concept. And that's, therefore, we're talking about Porsche intelligence. We bring new, bring new technologies in the engine, but we bring also new technologies to make the car much lighter. And here, if you take the weight of this car compared to its direct competitors, we are up to four, 500 pounds lighter than the others. So you feel the difference. By driving it, it's still agile, still sporty. It's a Porsche with a diesel. We've had a great quarter, actually. We're 29% uh, up on the quarter now. Uh, Jaguar's up 33%, Land Rover's up 28%, and it's, it's good. And, and Jaguar, you're right, last month was up 51%. So it's a good time to be here today at the International Auto Show for us. As I mentioned before, there's a lot of energy at the New York Auto Show this year, but I don't think anything matched the energy of the unveil of the new SRT Viper. It's 100 pounds lighter and with a track back 157 pounds lighter than the exit vehicle. Went from 600 to 640 horsepower, from 560 torque to 600 torque. More torque than any other naturally aspirated engine in the world. Carbon fiber body, super formed aluminum doors and sill, lightest Viper ever. The interior available 100% leather wrapped. The thing is finally a world class machine, but it didn't forget where it came from. Key things we wanted to change was somehow proportions. Car is slightly wider, slightly longer, gives more presence, uh, sportiness, because that's what Ultima is all about. Fuel economy, significantly better through redesigned engine and transmission, and lighter car, 80 pounds lighter, so you get an, an amazing 38 miles per gallon on the highway, which is better than competitors with hybrid system. Uh, and then, of course, the usual values of the mid-size sedan. It's roomy and it's fun to drive because it's a Nissan Altima. Before we wrap up this segment, come on, you gotta check out the new Hyundai Santa Fe. Not only has it got terrific looking styling on it, comes with a base 2.4 liter engine that's rated at 33 miles per gallon on the highway, but you can also get a two liter turbo in this thing. 
It's got torque factoring. It's got to be the first in its class with that. And of course, it's available with all-wheel drive. Now, the whole industry was waiting for this vehicle to show up, but Hyundai had a surprise for everyone. Because check this out. This is the long wheelbase version of the Santa Fe. Adds about four inches to the wheelbase. Also comes with the three liter V6 that you find in the Azera. They're rating this one at about 26 miles per gallon highway. Like I said, this all shows just how aggressive Hyundai is getting in this segment and the competition better beware. Anyway, that wraps up today's coverage from the New York show. We'll have more for you tomorrow. That thing is one bad customer. I've seen it rip through fresh snow like it was cotton candy. Anyway, that'll do it for today's show. And as you already know, or at least you should know, I'm Jim Hall from 2953 Analytics signing off. But if you think there's a poem for the close, you assume we can pay through the nose. Good writing ain't cheap. The costs make you weep. And we've exhausted all today's pros. See ya.